So I have some people here. I wanted to share their testimony before we begin and we go to another time of prayer. I'll start with the Asu family. What happened? When did it happen? Want you share your testimony with them? Yourself and your mom. I don't want you to be the only one to talk. She has to want to talk. So what was going on and what happened? Thank you, first of all, so much for this um, wonderful opportunity to share our testimony. For what happened, I think I'll let my mom take that one. So, it started when my daughter was working at a Talo Oil and she lost her job, my first daughter. When she lost her job, everything went down. Nothing was moving. We tried everything, but nothing was working. My son at the UK, he also lost his job. Then 2021 in January, I remember I came to church on Sunday. I was sitting this, and you gave me you look you gave me a word. Mm. You told me God would do something for me, and I will never forget. So then my son in the UK, he got a job. I think so the exact prophecy is that you called it out and you said, there's restoration coming for the family. And how she's going to realize that that's what is happening is in three months, something's going to happen that is going to change everything. That's the exact prophecy. And that three months, it was my birthday, March. And, uh, okay, you came in January. Yes. Okay, so the third month was March. Yes. And this sixth March, my son called me from the UK. My mom, I've gotten a job. Wow. But my daughter, <laughs> so he went this this year. My son came from the UK. On the December 31st, he was waiting for a letter to go back. He, your son came from the UK. He was waiting for a letter to go back. Yeah. So without the letter, he can't go back. Yeah. He was supposed to go in January. But March, he was still here. So we came here and then he... You gave him a word. You gave him a word again. Your son? Yes. After you gave him a word, uh, we didn't see anything. But we <laughs> <laughs> After I gave him the word, you didn't see anything? No, no nothing. We didn't, we didn't, yes. Uh, yeah, that's not. <laughs> so you said there, there will be a miracle service at a model church. Model church yeah. So I brought him there. And then you asked, you said we should give a seed. I gave him the seed. You give you give this you give the seed to him <laughs> to him to give. Uh, he said, "Mama, go and put it there." I said, "It's for you." So mm -hmm. she said, "Go and put it there." Mm -hmm. So he went to put the seed down. Then the following week, Wednesday, I was in the office and he came there and told me, "Mama, the letter I was waiting for, it has appeared." <laughs> so. The letter came in April, but he was supposed to, somebody was supposed to send it to him. But still, it wasn't coming. But after we went to the media camp, mm. then the letter came. Oh. And he left 
in July. I went back to the UK in July. But my first daughter, she was still in the house, not working. Nothing was moving up. And the last Sunday before your birthday, I came, I came to talk to you. Yes. And I told the pastor, today, it's like God has lifted a burden on me. Mm. And it's like, I, I came heavy, but I'm light. Mm. So when I told you that, you said, okay, you prayed for me, and I went. That week, my daughter was, uh, had applied for a visa at the France embassy. And then, in, in that week, she went to the embassy, and she got the visa. Wow. Yesterday. Yesterday. She left with the children to, the, to France. Emily, what happened in the family? Um, thank you so much, sir. Um, I will not say I know how I started, because <laughs> I don't know how I started. But I'll say from where we reached, I know how we got there. I don't, I don't, I think faith for a change. You said Last something, year. yes. You said something about praying for, praying with our family for 21 days. I think it was, you said it twice in the year, so we did it twice in the year. You so, prayed with your family yes. for 21 days, twice in the year. Yeah. So, at first, and it's like, I won't say, no, I'll say the family was broken. Even the children. We're not relating with each other. Like, it was very, very, it was not, it wasn't cool at all. And our relationship with, was our dad, with our dad was also something else. So, when you called for the 21 days, I was like, no, we have to do it. And me... It's like everybody in the house keeps to themselves. No one bothers anybody. I can't, how can you go and call for 21 days prayer and fasting? But I went and Nobody I Nobody relates with anybody. So there was no day, yeah. there's no way you could put them together for 21 days. Exactly. At 21 days, even a few minutes, we can't even sit together. So I was like, no, I have to do this. So I told my mom and she informed my siblings. And then, so for 21 days, we were fasting from six to six. We prayed together five to six. Mm. Yes, we prayed together five to six. When we started, oh, you know, <laughs> this is what I was going to do. But my mom would force him, come, come and pray. Then my brother was outside the country, so we called him to join online. Mm. My sister, too, was not home, so she stays on her own. So call her to also join online and be praying. 21 days, sometimes it looked like, I mean... It looked like you were not doing anything, but I was mm. like, no, if it's God says 21 days, we finish this in 20 mm. Sometimes it wasn't just praying, sometimes we praise, sometimes I'll prophesy. And it's like, um, I was the only one who was more so. <laughs> I have to prophesy, I have to say that this is what's going to happen. I'm going to, I'll, I'll, I'll say that, okay, let's praise. The Lord said we should praise. And, you know, Joe Boy and cool. <laughs> They are not really familiar with those things, so it was quite hard. You had to literally drag them along. But after the things went, I was like, and I think during that time was when you gave the prophecy. So I texted you that exactly three months. I was in March. That my sister and my dad had a very strange relationship. It was I didn't even think that it's something that could be repaired. It was mm-hmm. really strained. So. I texted you that um, they came together. My dad didn't even want to resolve the relationship. Like, he didn't want to resolve the issue at all. He had no, no interest in resolving the issue. 
So along during that time, and I heard that they were going to have a meeting to resolve the issue, and I was like, wow, this is, if you know my dad, <laughs> if you know my dad, that was, that was nothing sort of miraculous, because, so they sat down, they resolved the issue, and now they have like, I th they are building their relationship, but now they really talk, they really talk, their relationship with my dad has become. And also with the, with the kids, also, like I said, at first, it's like we do. It's like we're just living in the same house. That we are not really a family. Housemates. Exactly. <laughs> we are not really a family. But now, the interaction we interact with each other. We talk to each other. We talk to each other about things. You know those things that people share with their family. I didn't know anything about those things. Sharing things that are happening with your siblings and things. I didn't know anything about that. But now we share things with each other. Each other. Our relationship is much, much, much better. I, mean, I think it's the best. I think that relationship is the best. And also, and I know that was built in prayer. Because mm. that 21 days, it was not easy. Mm. It was not easy. Sometimes we even be discouraged because <laughs> they know the time we are praying, but somebody is somewhere sometimes. So it was not easy. But sometimes, even if it's just my mom and I, we sit down and pray, 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 pray. Sometimes my little brother will say, the one night is too long. We should cut it short. But... <laughs> But when I was, I was like, no, God, I don't see a change because it's like, I mean, it, God gave us a family for a reason. I mean, it's not, and my family is looking very like schoolmates, like I'm with my schoolmates. It's not very nice. Like, I have to feel like I'm a person with family. Like I, this family has to get better. I wanted to see a change. I really want to see a change in the family. That's what I really, really wanted. And um, also. On my dad's end, there were a lot of funny, funny, funny things. You know, um, not physically, of course. Also funny, funny things. So, as we were praying, whatever scripture the Lord gives me, that's the scripture we pray with. We pray, we prophesy, we praise, we do this, we do that. We couldn't add my dad because of something. Yeah. So, but we were praying, but he was fat, but he wasn't there. So, yeah. So, um... I think a few months later, it was last year, a few months later, I had one of his workers that, um, the guy, let me, let me explain this. So the guy is a plumber, but he's, he doesn't know how to do the job. But my dad is always giving money, call, like calling like, to come in. Exactly. In other words, he's been, he has been doing, doing something, something to your dad. Exactly, because he doesn't know how to do the work. So, you, why is, mm -hmm. So I heard, like, um, he did something. My dad cannot get angry at him. Even if he gets angry at him, he gives him the work again. And it was not making sense. So I heard he did something at um, his other property. And my dad sagged him. And I was like, eh? My dad would not sag the man. Like, it was impossible. Because you, you couldn't understand why he kept giving the guy the job. And you could see that it was not something that was physical. So all these things were adding to it and making him be um, showing some kind of attitude towards us, his family and everything. It's like he was always saying some things and, you know, but right now, I'll say my relationship with my dad is much, much better. <laughs> so it's way, way, <clears throat> like, it's way better. I couldn't speak to my dad for anything. Anything. What's if maybe I went to school? 
tá difícil, difícil. Tá, 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 I couldn't speak to for anything. Nobody could approach him for anything. He was like a lion waiting to pounce. <laughs> It was like a lion waiting to pounce. Just go ask me a question. It's just, it's just chaos everywhere. But honestly, now everything is like you said, restoration, and it started from. When that relationship was mended, I remember when I texted you, was like you were like that is it. I was like yes, yes, and it started from that time. Just listening to because when I was going to call for the twenty one days with uh, praying fast, and I was like ah these people, <laughs> I, like, I know my people with these people. I was like okay, let me just let me just follow the Holy Ghost. I mean, you don't know. I'm just you know the it. reason why the Lord asked me to let you share this testimony because many families are being mended today. There's a there's a mending going on in some families. Even as you're sharing this this testimony now, something is happening. Something is happening. Imano, what happened? Thank you. Don't worry, don't worry. We'll, we'll, we'll do we'll do we'll do something. We'll do something. We came here ready, but I, I want to follow the leading of the Holy Spirit. What happened? In your family. Thank you, Pastor, sir, for the opportunity. <clears throat> Pastor, so in the year 2017, my father suffered a partial stroke. And almost immediately, other business holdings that he had also folded up. And so I missed He had a partial stroke? Yes, please. Then almost immediately, what happened? Other businesses that he had began other to fold up. Other businesses he had yeah. began to fold, fold up. And so I missed the pressure of it all. He went on self-imposed exile outside the country. So for about three years, we hadn't seen him. We knew where he was, but the family hadn't seen him. We would only hear from him online or on WhatsApp. And so in 2021, there was um, a family service. And you, yeah. you gave an instruction that the family should pray with Zachariah chapter 10, verse 1 to 10. And so my family embarked on that course, we were praying into it. And I know that within the period of prayer, there was a point where I was in church and you called me out. And you spoke to me and very akin to what you told, um, you said that the family was going to experience restoration. And so as soon as I heard it, I informed my mom. In fact, you gave timelines. And you said one of the incidents that would precede the restoration was that my father would return. And so in 2021, we were waiting. Um, the word came very early in the year, and so we were waiting for my dad's return. return. We were waiting and waiting, and 2021 passed, and he hadn't come. But you had also taught us that the word of God is progressive. You gave the example of the day Jesus spoke to the tree. He said the manifestation didn't come immediately. But then once the word was spoken, it was settled. And so in 2022, we're still holding on to that word this year. And so I remember... I don't quite recall the month, but early this year, we were at home. And then my father sent a text to the family WhatsApp page. And the wedding is essentially, on so-so and so date, I'm coming back home, expect me. And this was... So if you've been seeing your father every time in the house, you don't understand this thing. Because we don't, some people don't understand the, the gravity of this testimony. I know someone whose father, 21 years, 
They don't see me. And 21 starts from 3 to 4 to 5. You understand? Go oh, ahead. Pastor, <laughs> the trajectory of the um, manifestation of the prophecy you gave was that my father's coming would precede the restoration, which meant that at the time of his coming back, the various things, the particular incidents that caused him to go out yes. hadn't necessarily been repaired. And so we didn't even understand how all of a sudden he had come to the decision that he was coming back, especially when setting those actuating factors that got him out, they hadn't been fixed. Mm. But then the word had been given. Yeah. And so this year, he has not only come back once. Mm. He has been here not twice, mm. but three times. Mm. And in his last visit, he said categorically that at this point, he's just going to wrap up and come back for good. And so we know that once what she said would precede the restoration has happened, and the rest has also happened. Thank you, Pastor Sir. One of the first things that is happening right now is that any family that has some... Okay, let me explain something to you. When we're having miracle service, I was praying and I was inside and the angel of God spoke to me and said, I've given you a sword, so go in there for judgment. So I came out, the first thing I said was, there's judgment here. The moment I said there's judgment, some of you heard it, you were laughing. The woman started shouting there, I'm a witch, oh, I'm a witch, oh. You heard it. And you were laughing. You don't know that it's true. Or do you know it's true, but you are still thinking of Nigerian movie. Listen, I made the guys go and speak to her that whatever she uses for her witchcraft, she should go and bring it. She said she uses a broom. Some happenings in families. Proverbs eleven twenty six. Let me let me show you something. He said, "He that withhold that call, the people shall curse him. But blessings shall be upon the head of him that selleth it." Verse twenty seven. He that diligently seeketh good procured favor, but he that seeketh mischief it shall come unto him. Verse twenty eight. He that trusted in his riches shall fall, but the righteous shall flourish as a branch. Someone say Amen. Verse 29 said, He that troubleth his own house shall inherit the wind. Show you another scripture. Same book of Job. Now, this year, was it this year I preached solving family problems? This year. Okay. So let's go to Ecclesiastes 10, verse 8. It said, He that diggeth a piece shall fall into it, and whoso breaketh an head, a serpent's abiding. Last, last week I was telling you something about how the serpent. When Adam was made, Adam was naming animals, the serpent had been around. Why didn't the serpent go? The moment Adam had a wife and family began, the serpent came. And what was he looking for? He was looking forward to breaking the head. So sometimes the reason why you see all that chaos in a family is what? Is a breaking of the head. That, because the devil cannot attack, the serpent cannot attack without the breaking of the head because the family is a head. So he said, the one who breaks an head he said, the serpent shall pass. So the serpent does not come in until the edge is broken. So many things happen. And a lot of the time, people don't know that some of these things are, 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 are dark. Let me just put it that way. They are dark. It doesn't matter which country you go to. A man in, in Chicago, you know, my pastor friend, the pastor of Chicago, he was telling me the story. 
in Chicago, making a lot of money, doing very well. One night, he comes out, seven cats have gathered in front of his apartment. From that day, all his finances destroyed. Cat in Chicago. You <laughs> think it's a pet. From this side of the world, pets, you have to be careful. From that day, he saw that thing. His wife miscarried, hospital bills, money started getting finished. He's whosoever breaketh and head, the serpent shall bite. He said, the one who troubles his own house shall inherit the wind. That means he will not have nothing. Are you listening? Yeah, because sometimes you're looking at all the things and you look at it naturally. Okay, okay. The people are not talking in the house. There's no peace in the house. It took 21 days of prayer. Natural. Maybe because in your house you talk. The father of the house, breadwinner of the house, he's the one who, has the, who, who takes care of the family. He has a dream. A serpent bites him. Two days later, he has a stroke. Everything is gone. He used the, all the money he has worked for in his life to take off his sickness. I'm not, I, those, these things, when I tell you, they are not fiction. I'm telling you real life stories. But the grace of God is here. Yeah. This, I'm not sharing these things for you to be afraid. Not at all. So that you know that there's power in the name of Jesus to make some adjustments. The day we had that service, we are, we are mentioning certain services. The day we had that service, it was just like this. Someone would have thought it's just a normal, it's just a normal, another normal service. But something had happened. Something had happened. Something had happened. Something had happened. The devil can wreck a home. If, for example, the father is not aware that we wrestle not against flesh and blood. Five things that cause defeat. Number one. Five things. I want to mention five things that cause defeat. Whether family, whether in your life, five things that cause defeat. Number one, ignorance. Ignorance. Let me tell you something. I want you to understand the realm of the spirit. The day you understand the realm of the spirit, many things will be easy for you. That you don't know something is not an excuse. People are paying for what they don't know. Leviticus 4.22. Leviticus 4 verse 22. When a ruler had sinned, make sure you pay attention. When a ruler had sinned and done somewhat through ignorance, <laughs> against any of the commandments of the Lord, his God concerning things which should not be done and is guilty. Verse 23. Or if he sinned wherein he had sinned, come to his knowledge, he shall bring his offering, a kid of goats, a meal without blessing. He said if this, this guy's sin came out of ignorance, he said he should still pay. I, I thought... The Lord should tell him that because he, he, he did it out of ignorance and his sin comes to his knowledge that he's free because he's ignorant. He said he should still pay because the consequence of the ignorance, it must be paid. One of the reasons why I told the, the, the families that were going through some things, I said, pray every morning. You know why? Because when they gather to pray every morning, of course, they will share the word of God because when they share the word of God, they add knowledge. When they add knowledge, they add grace. Let me tell you something. The house of God is supposed to equip you for life. For example, you were sharing a testimony with me. I will not give all the, all the, all the, the details. But where you were working, the person in a top position, he's a young guy. He's batting. While he's batting, gets a stroke. That's it. He loses the position. And they know in the company that they are doing themselves. There. One other daughter of mine, her mother, senior person. I won't mention the name of the company. Senior person over there. So she has one, just one level. You know, remember the person? Just, she has just one level to get to the senior most. The person behind her, now this is the thing, the person behind her, if that person does not climb to the senior most position, his age will enter pension. And he also wants to get to the senior most position. And it is this lady's time to get to that position. They knock her, deleted her. And this lot of people, they know what they are doing, they are not shy. So you can take them to police station. I will tell someone in the police station that a dwarf knocked you. Today, any enchantment, any incantation that has been mentioned, that has been made, that has been spoken, which is not by God, by the power of the Holy Spirit. Lose hell now. Sir, he said, ignorance. So that man, what was, what was the person supposed to do? 
knowledge. Knowledge. Gain knowledge. I said, when you add knowledge, you've added grace. Knowledge. Three things you should know. All right? So, this, we are coming right now. Three things you should know. All right? Number one, you need knowledge of God. The person of God. Who is God? Because if you don't know God, your lens will have a problem. You know, when we are seeing things around, our, it's not only our eyes that matters. The lens through which we are seeing matters. So, when you have the wrong knowledge of God, your lens is... Because there are some people, they are sick. And because their knowledge of God is that God can make people sick. So, their lens is faulty. So they can think that God is the one who made them sick. So instead of them to attack the sickness, they think that God is the one who made them sick. That God permitted them to be sick. And that in God's time, God will heal them. So their lens is faulty. So such a person will never come out of it. So you need the accurate knowledge of God. So number one, I say you must know God. Daniel eleven thirty two says, They that know their God shall be strong. So there's no strength until you know God. So there's no God. So there is knowledge of God and it is pursued. A man must know God. Now, when it comes to the knowledge of God, you have, you have to be humble enough to let go what you don't, what you don't agree with. For example, you might have taught all your life, maybe for 15 years, that God is a particular way. If you, you are taught that God is not like that, you should be ready to change. Because the wrong lens will, it doesn't matter what prayer you pray. Because some people, their prayer is even their problem. Prayer without knowledge is a waste of time. Wrong lens. So there must be knowledge of God. Then, number two, there must be knowledge of the principles of the kingdom. That is different from knowledge of God. Knowledge of God can make you know that God is able. Knowledge of the principles will now give you the equations that make his ability work. Jesus Christ said in Matthew chapter 13 verse 11. He said, he answered the son unto them, because it is given unto you to know the mysteries of the kingdom of heaven. But to them it is not given. It is given unto you to know the mysteries. So there are mysteries of the kingdom of heaven. There are mysteries. Jesus Christ said uh, 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 concerning the parables, he said, the kingdom of God is like unto. So that you understand the working of the kingdom. There are principles through which that the power of God is routed. You have to understand. So you have to know. When, when, when people sometimes come to me with challenge and I tell them, go and do this, go and do that. Sometimes it's not like I've heard from God. It's because I know the equation. Someone comes to say, oh, I want to solve this. Much. Oh, take this formula. Is there, the formula is in the Bible. For example, faith formula. Whatsoever things you desire, when you pray, believe that you receive. And you shall have them. So desire plus pray plus receive equals have. It's a simple thing. It's there. It's in the Bible. Knowledge of the principles of God. So they are knowledge of the principles. So you, these are things that you learn. That's why listening to messages, reading uh, your absolute, reading your Bible is important because it helps you to, you know, you discover, you unearth these principles. So there's knowledge of God, knowledge of the principle of God, and number three, knowledge of your identity in Christ. If you don't know who you are in Christ, you will beg for what you should command. The Bible says, let us come boldly. You will be begging. Ignorance, ignorance, ignorance. Ignorance has made many people. That is why I always cherish the opportunity I had to know to know the word of God. Let me use the opportunity I have so that because I've not stopped learning. We keep learning. The opportunity I have to know the word of God. Because the word of God is light. The word of God is life. Come on. You the, the word of God, sometimes when you when you look inside, you realize that even all those business gurus, they are now learning what they are calling uh uh some new discovery today. God has been talking about it since. We read about Uzziah. This man was making inventions even before Isaac Newton. Go read. He, he, was, he was the one to, who started making engines. King Uzziah. The man, the, the Bible says he was marvelously helped of God until he became very strong. So there, there's, a, there's a knowledge. You have to seek the knowledge of God. Paul told Timothy, he said, 
and from your youth, you have known the Holy Scriptures, which is able to make you wise. Anybody I know who knows the Bible is very wise. Ignorance. Number two. So number one is ignorance. And I told you three things you should know that will deliver you from ignorance. Number two. Thank you, Jesus. Rebellion. Hosea chapter 4, verse 6. Rebellion. Rebellion. Hosea chapter 6, verse 4. You know this scripture. For lack of knowledge, my people perish. All right? Is that for lack of knowledge, my people perish? Is that my people are destroyed for the lack of knowledge? Then he says, because thou hast rejected knowledge. So it's not just no, not having knowledge. The reason why they didn't have no knowledge was because they rejected knowledge. He said, for lack of knowledge, these people rejected the knowledge. Rebellion. First Samuel, chapter 15, verse 21. But the people took off the spoil, sheep and oxen. Saul is talking. He says, the chief of the things which should have been utterly destroyed to sacrifice on the Lord thy God in Gilgal. Verse 22. He said, and Samuel said, have the Lord as great delight in burnt offerings and sacrifices as in obeying the voice of the Lord? Behold, to obey is better than sacrifice and to hacking at the front of realms. Let me tell you something. In this kingdom, the supernatural does not happen until there's obedience. God does not do anything until, until there's someone to obey him. Did you hear that? God does not do anything until there's someone to obey him. Rebellion. So you see in verse 23, for rebellion... So what Saul had done was rebellion, not, not following God's voice. It was a rebellion. So let, let, me, let, me, let me show you something. You can be, like for example, all, you can see all their testimonies are coming from a word that was given and they went to follow. Some other people were still in, were in that service. Other people in that service, I said, go and do 21 days. There's people you tell them and he's like, you don't know what I'm facing. So I said, go and do 21 days fasting. I always remember your testimony. You and, Rich, you and Richmond testimony. I always remember your testimony. And I always say it, hoping that somebody who is struggling will do it. When they come for midweek service, when they used to come for midweek service, I give them money to go home. And Sunday service, they will come for money to go home. And the, the suit they are wearing, you never suspect. Yeah. You never suspect that these people have come to ask me for money. They are walking around with just, ah, these guys are loaded. So you'll be looking at them, you'll be thinking, Kai, loaded guys. And, and they used to talk big, that they know a contract about $3 million. When you finish, when you finish, guys, 10 cities. One day, I prophesied to Richmond at a filling station. I said, this year is your year. Then I called him and I told him, I said, you, Wilson, go and do 21 days fasting prayer. To show you how bad it was, when they finished 21 days, the seed they brought to me as a prophetic seed to the prophet was 32 Ghana city. The three hefty men divided among them. 11, 11, 10. Who had the 10? Kumi. <laughs> fasting and prayer. Rebellion. Instructions. Instructions. Common thing like you are buying a dog into the house, God said don't buy. There's nothing wrong with a dog. God said don't buy. When, they, when I was tired of them, I sent them away. What's wrong with a dog? But there's a message, preacher Pastor Chris, Realm of the Spirit, many years ago. He said some people, the day they brought that dog into the house is when all their trouble started. And let me tell you, when you have a dog, lay hands on the dog. Because if demons could leave the man at, at the Decapolis into pigs, that means animals can be habitats. Lay hands on your dog, say, take it. <laughs> a very, a, a very uh, major pastor in this country, I'll mention his name, he traveled, well, he had some dogs. The one who feeds the dogs, they know their dog. The dogs know her, like they know her. She fed the dogs from when they were puppies till they grew. So they know her. So when the pastor was in the house, every time the pastor, the dogs behaved well. The day he traveled, they nearly killed a woman. So the woman didn't know that all the while, the dogs had no pound because of the covering of the man. Something was going on in the house. They did it. They nearly finished it. They were looking for her neck. They were behaving like wolves. He dragged her hair. 
blood. The guy who finally sacked the dogs, when he finished, he said he doesn't know what came over him. <laughs> because the dogs were coming for him too. Now, you know I'm not talking against dogs, I have to. <laughs> Rebellion. One of the things that makes people rebel is the sense of professionalism. See, you can be a mother, still ask God what you should do with your children. Because you can plan in your mind that this one will be a pilot. Meanwhile, God said this one should be a pastor. You say lie, lie. You say you are fighting God. Why don't you ask God? Rebellion. It's rebelling against the word of God. Rebelling against the instructions of God. Directions of the Spirit. Don't rebel. God asks you to do something. You follow hard. That's one thing about me. Follow hard. God asks me to do something. I go after it. Third point, as I'm telling you for 10 or 5 things, 3. Which is very important. The third one is very important that I need you to put your hand. It is called a breach. A breach. A breach. Now, I want to say this. Some, some of you agree. I don't, if, if you don't agree, I, I, I'll still say it anyway. Have you ever heard somebody say, God understands? God understands. God never understands. God never said that he will understand us. He said we should understand him. I was like, hey, no, 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 no. Pastor, please, the, the scripture says that there is no um, a high priest who is not touched by the feeling of infirmities. The fact that somebody is touched doesn't mean he's moved. He is touched. So you are suffering. Oh, sorry, 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 sorry. But continue. God never understands. Let me tell you why. Because he is a spirit. Let me explain. If you give a spirit, whether positive or negative spirit, angel, whatever, if you give a spirit that, okay, if you give me 100 Ghana CD, I will give you 50 Ghana. In three months, in one month, he will never appear. Two months, you never appear. In three months, he will be there. You find out the reason why some people who went to consult black magic and all those things, they, got, they, got, they went mad. They, they defaulted. The time the spirit gave them, the time came and they, 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 they didn't do their part. They're supposed to come for his thing. So I'm helping you to understand. So there's something called a breach. The person made a breach. He created a hole. He created a place. Okay, let me give you an example. 2015, somewhere September, I'm in a conference. I'm sitting down and the, the pastor who comes there starts preaching and says, give God something you have not given him before. I was scared, you know. You know now. You come in church and be scared. I was scared. I wrote on a piece of paper. Because I didn't have the money. So I wanted to dare something. I wrote on a piece of paper, $5,000. I closed it. Sit down. I was thinking of what I'm going to do. What I'm going to sell on my phone. I put it, I didn't put it down face. So, I, in other words, I have told God that $5,000. This is September. December 31st, I received $10,000. I have forgotten. I had forgotten the September. I had forgotten. January, as I received the money, I'm about to pray to God to ask him what I should do with the money. God said, what, what do you mean by what should I do with the money? He said, what do you mean by what should I do with the money? He said, you're owing me. I said, Lord, I have an idea. I want to start a business with the money. The profit, I'll give it to you. God said, you are owing me. Give me my money. Of course, I gave it to him. If I didn't give it to him, it is called a breach. Now, that's the thing about a breach. Because God is holy, there's what we call a hallowed thing. If it belongs to God, it is also called a hallowed thing. Remember, the, I told you the last time I said, the opposite of holy is not evil. The opposite of holy is common. God is holy. Anything that comes into the realm of God, it becomes holy. So once I said that 5000 belongs to God, if I fail to give it to him, that $5,000 becomes a hallowed thing that is in my house. 
it will destroy every other thing. I just give you money as an example. If probably you have a child and you told it, God, if you give me one child, I will let him go to church. I will give him back to you. Then you give you had the child. You don't understand. All of a sudden, your child at 20 years is crazy for Christ. You don't understand. God has come for his thing. God has come for his thing. But you've forgotten. Let me tell you a story. There was a man of God who was sharing a story. He said he had made, he had a member. The member had gone to do a transaction with uh, the, the person who wanted a child. So he did a transaction with the river gods and they gave him a child. Now they've forgotten the thing. So they had to do some rituals around age 18, if not that the, the child would die. So around 18, the child is sick, sick, sick. So the lady fell into a trance. At this time, she's been trying to pray, trying to do things. Then the spirit of, of the, the river something appeared to the lady. So why are you trying to do something? You were supposed to bring this child to... He said, oh, oh, that thing, I forgot it. Then the spirit told the woman, he said, you human beings, you forget so easy. Fair, fair. So the lady has made a breach. Is this in Bible? Joshua chapter 7. I just saw my auntie that I have not seen <laughs> since I was a child. <laughs> wow. I think I was probably maybe 10. The last time I saw her, I was 10 years. Let me finish the breach. <laughs> All right. But the children of Israel committed a trespass. The, 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 another uh, word for this trespass is a, they committed a breach. They committed a trespass in the accursed thing. Now, what is, what is the thing? It's called an accursed thing. It's not a cursed thing. They went to Jericho. Now, this is it. They went to Jericho. And God told them that everything in Jericho, they should destroy everything and spoil everything. Now, Jericho was a walled city. They were rich people. They were, so, they, those times, this is how they get money in those times. When they go for war, when they defeat the city, they take their spoil. their gold and everything. This is why God told them that when they defeat Jericho, they should not take one thing. They should not take one thing from there. Why? It is the principle of first fruits. Their first victory was for God. They shouldn't touch anything there. But there was a guy among them who thought that his wife had done Joshua. So the children of Israel committed a trespass in their casting out. This will give you, this give you, will give you an idea of how spiritual things are counted. It is one person who stole it. The Bible says the children of Israel committed a trespass. So you're in a family. The father has gone to do something, has brought in squatters. Everybody has committed a trespass. Remember Abraham, he's negotiating. He says, God, if you find 10 righteous people, will you spare the city? God said, no. Now, God said, yes, you spare the city. That means God was going to burn the city with 10 righteous people in it. Why? Because the group, the, the, the sin that they committed was a corporate sin. 90 people have sinned. The 10 people there are affected. Until the 10 people decide to do something, they will be counted as part of the sin as corporate. But the children of Israel committed a trespass and they are casting, look at this, for Achan, the son of Kami, the son of Zabdi, the son of Zerah, of the tribe of Judah, took of the accursed thing, the thing that God told them not to take, took of the accursed thing, and the anger of the Lord was killed against the children of Israel. One person took it, and they are <laughs> one person took it, and said the anger of God was killed against the children of Israel. Not that they all agreed, one person just sneaked to do it. He took what's not supposed to take, a breach. Let me tell you this. When you see financial struggle in your family for very long, don't pray to God to bless you. Pray and start asking God what is happening. Let me show you. Second Samuel. Are you learning something? Now look at this. Second Samuel chapter 21. I'll start from verse 1. Then there was a famine in the days of David three years, year after year, 
right? Three years, there was famine year after year. Every year there was famine. Every year there was famine. Every year there was famine. Then what did David do? Smart man. He didn't say, God, send us uh, uh, food or send us... Well, no, he said, and David inquired of the Lord and the Lord answered him. So David went to ask God, God, why is there famine for three good years? Three years is enough for you to know that there's a problem. Hmm. And the Lord answered, it is for Saul and his bloody house because he slew the Gibeonites. Bridge, hold on, hold on. Do you, know what, do you know what happened? This is the time of David. He's a king. He has not done anything wrong. But there's famine in his time. When he went to ask God, God said, go backward. Saul did something against the Gibeonites. What did he do against the Gibeonites? He killed the Gibeonites. Now, he was not supposed to kill the Gibeonites. What happened? Because in the time of Joshua, which is also many years ago, Joshua and the Gibeonites, time will not permit me to go into all the details. Joshua and the Gibeonites had a truce. They had an agreement. So, God, all the human beings who were in the agreement have all died, though. Everybody in the agreement has left. Nobody's remembering the agreement. I said, spirits don't forget. The spirits are watching the agreement through the generations. So, are you, do you now understand why a grandfather, a great grandfather, can do a diabolic deal? It is affecting his granddaughter. Because the human beings involved can leave, but the spirits are monitoring the lineage. They don't forget. Then he says, It is for Saul and for his bloody house. Because he slew the Gibeonites. One time I was with some of my sons and I asked them a question. I said, how many of you, when you went into financial trouble in your life, you asked God what the problem was? They lifted their hand. Because the training I've given them, I said, when you see it, something lack, reoccurring. I said, go and ask God. What's so they went to do an inquiry and God told them, the reason why you are not seeing money is because of so, so, and so, and so, and so. They solved that thing. That was, that was the end of it. A breach. I'll give you the first, fourth one. Then we pray. I'll end with the fourth one. Numbers chapter 20, verse 12. Numbers chapter 20, verse 12. And the Lord spake unto Moses and Aaron, Because ye believe me not, to sanctify me in the eyes of the children of Israel, therefore ye shall not bring this congregation to the land which I have given them. Why were they defeated? Because they did not honor God. Otherwise, he said, You did not honor dishonor. Let me give you an example of dishonor. Let's say you see your child praying, but probably he's not taking his school very serious, but he's praying. Of course, he should be able to have a balance. So that's where you, the parent, comes in. So you have to help him strike a balance. But if you say, if you say, stop that foolish prayer, you have dishonored God. God will come for you. After, uh, ladies, how many of you can explain what jealousy is? Have you been jealous before? <laughs> jealousy is the graduation of love. Have you been jealous before? You've been jealous before? Give me a microphone. Explain jealousy. How does it, how, how, is it, how are you feeling? Um, it's an upgrade of love. Like, I want to. Like, you love me, uh, like. Overflowing. Uh -huh. yeah. uh -huh. So, like, at that point, like, I read, if I see you talking to somebody, what, what happens to my heart? And sometimes I can even shout on you, right? Or be angry with you. But I love you. You get it? That's jealous. God never said I'm an envious God, but he said I'm a jealous God. God is jealous. You push him out. Eh. Oh, you should stop the foolish prayer. Prayer that is prayed to me. God will react. He said, I, the Lord, in the book of Exodus, he said, my name is jealous. You never seen it? Let me show you. God said his name, one of his name. Is <laughs> one of his name is jealous. <laughs> jealous. 
That's why if you said you're going to give something to God, eh? you say you're going to give something to God, then you use it to do something. Eh? The thing will not work. No, check it. You say, oh, I'm going to give this money for us. So God had it. Now so you're going to say, oh, something came up. That thing that you went to do, it will not work. Jealousy. Okay. Let me get that scripture for you, book of Exodus. Exodus 34, verse 14. For thou shalt worship no other God, for the Lord whose name is Jealous is a jealous God. So if you are mentioning his name, I don't know why people have been mentioning Jehovah Rapha, Jehovah Niva, but let him this one. Jehovah Jealous. He's jealous. Jealous. Have you ever seen ladies who like a guy so much when the guy didn't like them back? They hated the guy. Have you seen it before? Eh? The hatred was, was as serious as the love. Isaiah, what God said was that he carried them in the afflictions he was afflicted. He loved them so much in the afflictions he was afflicted. He said the angel of his presence went with them. Then he said that, then he God tend to be their enemy because they did not follow him, he tend to be their enemy. So never dishonor God. It will cause your defeat. He told Moses and Aaron, he said, because you did not honor me from the sight of these people, he said, you will not enter the promised land. People think that God did not allow him to enter because of anger. Is that, he didn't see the first person to be angry. He's not the first person to be angry. He dishonored God. The final one, demonic activity. Some people do not understand demonic activity, so they are always defeated. I would say it's for we wrestle. Listen, he didn't say we will wrestle. He said we wrestle. Whether you like it or not, when you woke up in the morning, you were wrestling. You say, oh, no, I will not do. They are not asking you. But, what would he say? Did he say we will wrestle? So that you said, I will do, I will not do. No. When you woke up in the morning, I would say, we wrestled. It's a wrestling. The wrestling has started. If you like, don't wake up. That's it. Because <laughs> even if you wake, if you sleep, they'll come in the dream and the wrestle will go on. So he said, we wrestle. So you wake up in the morning, wrestling starts. That's why every man must be condemned to prayer. Jesus Christ said, he said, men ought always to pray. He didn't say men can pray. And if they like, they should pray. No. Men ought always to pray. So he, when he became he God, when he became a man, he prayed. Why? Because he knows that when you enter this body as a man, you have to pray and not to faint. That means when you don't pray, you will faint. We wrestle. When you wake up in the morning, there's a wrestling going on. Let me tell you something. As a family, I'm going to give another instruction now. As a family, whatever you want to change, of course, I'll pray. I'll pray now. But whatever you want to change, seven days, you want to fast with the family. Eh? You want to fast with the family for seven days. First three days, when you finish the fasting, take communion. Next four days, making the seven, take another communion. Write down the instruction. And the Spirit said to me, he said, when you finish doing this, anything that is dead will come back to life. Anything that is dead will come back to life. As I just said it, I just saw someone's father come out of a coffin. Come out of a coffin. The handwriting of death is reversed. Amen. It is reversed. Amen. It is reversed. Amen. It is reversed. Amen. Stand up and let's pray. We want to pray in the spirit for the next 10 minutes. It's time to make changes in your family now. I tell you, it's time to make changes in your family now. Things are going to change. Things are going to change. Things are going to change. For the next 10 minutes, for the next 10 minutes, you will pray in the spirit. It's time to pray for families. Because you see, when families are broken, listen, when families are broken, society breaks. Is the devil's strategy. Huh? Time not permit me to share your testimony. Listen, your parents had been trying to build for 24 years. Eh? 
they had been trying to build for 24 years and for 24 years they were living in a chamber and, chamber and hall and how many how many children three you are three children so you have five in chamber and hall for 24 years and they were trying to build they were not able to build then which super sunday last year last year 2021 yes at fantasy dome yes please then i gave the word yes please and an instruction and, and an instruction yes, and you prayed with them yes please. you prayed with them yes please. and so in one year what they had been trying to do in 24 years in one year what happened we've moved to the movie to oh. so it's a it's a story building but just the ground floor is six bedroom we are going to make some changes right now lift your hand and begin to pray in the holy ghost now Pray in the Holy Ghost. Things are going to change right now. Shaka toka taka toka baba. Sata kota kota papa lupa. Bosi kela bashi kabara dabaya. Boli kamato kabaleka. Shela balaba. A word will come to you as you pray. A word will come to you as you pray. A word will come to you as you pray. A word will come to you as you pray. Hey! 